What's up, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box. Happy new comic book day to you. Today is Wednesday. I hope you guys got your new books. We got a special show for you. We're going to make it real quick. My first of all, I got my co host and the co pilot of the Aluminum Falcon, Ryan. Say what's up to the people. What's up, party people? We're back. It's another Wednesday, two weeks in a row. I'm back. I'm here. That's Let's amazing. We're, we're consistently inconsistent. Uh, we're going to start off the show with a special, a couple of special guests. Uh, before I introduce them, let me talk about our sponsors. Once again, this show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com, use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives. Right now, they have a really cool Batman Who Last variant. Go and snatch those up. You know the KRS Comics, they always sell out. Great, great guy. Right now, they're on kind of a hiatus because all the convention season's kind of slowing down. So it's a good time to go and get some... Uh, Variant exclusives. Show is also sponsored by thegeekyswagshot.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in thegeekyswagshop.com. They got cool t shirts and action figures. They, they just sent me a really cool Doctor Strange figure. I'll show that to you some other time. Uh, but kicking off the show, we got a couple of guests with us. First of all, you guys know my boy Edwin from Strictly Comics. Hey, what's up to the party people, Edwin? What's up, party people? Okay, short, <laughs> short and sweet, short and sweet, <laughs> short and sweet, just like he how he is and his hairline. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, also, we got a special guest today. We're going to introduce her, and we're going to talk about some things that are coming up. The Saturday and Sunday on the Great Legends Channel, we're going to be doing an auction. One hundred percent of the proceeds are going to be going to the Hero Initiative, which is a not-for-profit organization that helps comic creators out who need help with anything that, you know, from medical bills to any legal issues, anything when they're in trouble. It's a great, great cause. And we have Christina from the Hero Initiative. Christina, how are you doing? Well, how are you? We are doing swell. I've known about the Comics Initiative, uh, the Hero Initiative for a while now. I've seen you guys at both conventions. I, was, I know there are also some variants that you guys do every now and then. For the folks in the live chat and uh, who are going to watch this later and on the podcast, can you tell us a little bit about what the Hero Initiative is, how long it's been around, and what your kind of mission statement is? Sure. Um, we are a nonprofit organization that helps comic creators in need. That's also writers and, and inkers and pencilers. Um, we've been in existence for over 20 years. We've given over a million dollars worth of aid. Um, you know, uh, that's, that's about it. I mean, uh, we've helped a lot of people. Uh, we've got a lot of people that we've actually mentioned on our website. Um, but uh, that's what we do. And um, we couldn't do it without help with but like you guys let me ask you this now everybody you can go what's the website it's the heroinitiative.com or .org or what is it's, it it's um heroinitiative.org okay and all the information's on there too yeah so actually uh edwin's and the great legend all of us on the youtube and instagram community it's on their website if you go check out the hero uh, the heroinitiative.org so how does one get help? Like if I were an artist, inker, writer who was in uh, need of any assistance, how do they go about, let's say they're watching this show now and they don't know how to take advantage or take full advantage of your services. How would one who needs help get it? Or if you wanted to help somebody? Um, well, that's obviously two different things. Um, first of all, we actually help people that have been in the industry for over 10 years that have actually worked in the industry for 10 years. Um, we actually have a distribution board that reviews uh, each case by case. It's a case by case basis, obviously. Um, figuring out how we can help, if we can help, 
um, what the circumstances are. Um, and that board is about 10 different people. So they go through all of that. They go through with a fine tooth comb, make sure that we actually can give them money. Um, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's, it's just case by case basis. Um, but again, they have to be somebody who's been in the industry for at least 10 years and been working. Um, as far as helping us, uh, there's lots of different ideas on our website. Uh, you can come to us. You can always, you know, we have a PayPal link, but we have a lot of people that it, that want to donate just that they're going to raise money for their for birthday, you know, for birthday or for Christmas or whatever. They're like, you know, donate money to us, which has been really, really nice. Um, lots of different creative ideas. Somebody ran a 5K and asked to um, have money donated to us as well. So uh, there's a lot of different creative ideas out there. Um, and we always uh, welcome whoever wants to help us. And how long has the Hero Initiative been around? We've been in existence for over 20 years. Um, Jim McLaughlin is a, was, is, I think he's still sports writing. He was a sports writer and big baseball fan and knew that there was an organization that helped uh, baseball players as well um, in financial or medical need. And he, he thought, well, comic book writers and artists might need the same safety net. And he created the Hero Initiative. Yeah, so for the people listening or in the live chat are going to listen later. So there's a lot of people in the comic book industry that uh, have been in it 20, 30 years. And, mm -hmm. you know, being that they are a, a contractor, they don't have a lot of them don't have medical benefits. Yeah. A lot of them don't have royalties for things that have created. We all know the, the sordid histories of this with comic book creators. We can go back to Bill Finger, right? We can we've mm -hmm. talked about it ad nauseum. So, yeah. I mean, you just think about. All the artists and writers you do know, there's a ton of them that you may not have heard of who are, mm -hmm. you know, who are letterers and inkers that work for yeah. Image and all these other ones. So it's, it's especially this time of year, it's always great to give back whatever you can. And Edwin, why don't you give us the specifics on uh, what people can expect or what's going on on this weekend, this Saturday and Sunday, the times, the channels and what have you. And then I'll put a link to his uh, Great Legends channel as well later on. Yeah, so Legend and I did a, a preview last night, and I'm going to do one on my channel tomorrow. Um, people from all over the community, YouTubers, Instagrammers, Facebookers have donated slabs, uh, raw books, sign books. Uh, we have two or three original art pages. We got some pops. Uh, we got a lot of things that people from the community have donated to be auctioned off this Saturday and Sunday on the Great Legend Show YouTube channel. Um, everything's going to start out at 99 cents um, on Saturday. It's going to start 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. It's going to start 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we're just going to start off 99 cents and let it run its course. And uh, once everything is sold, we're just going to donate everything to the Hero Initiative for this Christmas season. And uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good cause. And I honestly think a lot of people are going to come out here and have a really good time because uh, there's definitely a little bit of a buzz uh, <coughs> of people talking about it. So I think a lot of people are really looking forward to this. Christmas gifts, boys. Christmas gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know guys are going to have a lot of great books. All of the girlfriends and wives should actually look at this too. You know, I mean, mark this, mark that. No, mm -hmm. you know, you know and, and the community always gives back, especially this time of year. I've been a part of toy runs and auctions where we, we help out. And it's always good to, if you can't give it to here initiative, give out the toys for tots and, you know, a ton of places, a lot of people, the veterans and everything. So make sure, and I will actually be participating with this, 
nice. little nugget right here. I yeah. couldn't believe you gave that. I was like one of your kids or something, man. There's a question. There's change number there's one, a- 9.8. This wow. Is a, this is a George nice. Perez original sketch nice. cover, 9.8. And all of these sweet. are starting at 99 cents. You don't even have to pay for the shipping. We're going to take care of all of that. There's, so. a, there's a question in the chat asking, is there shipping to Canada? I we think will, we're going to do, yeah, I think we're going to do international. Yeah. Yeah. So all make right, sure you, you guys check it out. Thank you, Christina. All right. There's already 150 on it, but uh, Tim. <laughs> Daniel's already been here. <laughs> Daniel, save your money for Saturday and Sunday. Sorry, man, I cannot give it to you now. So save all your ducats for Saturday and Sunday. All right, Christina, thank you very much for coming by. Hey, no, and thank you guys so much for this. We really appreciate it. And I, you know, best of luck to you guys. But this is great. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, for thanks for us. coming. Thanks for right. explaining thank everything too. It's great. Edwin, and check out the website. There's a great little video on the website yeah. I was just looking at that yeah. kind of yeah, explains everything. Wait well. on there. Some other cats yeah. on there. Some really good stuff. Get some information. Check out the Hero Initiative. It's just heroinitiative.org. Check it out. Edwin, thanks for coming by, brother. We will see you soon. I will try to pop in on Saturday or Sunday, but I just happen to be seeing Aquaman early on Saturday, so I don't think I can make it Saturday. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. And there will be an Aquaman no-spoiler review around what? 9 o'clock? 9.30? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Thanks, guys. Sure. All right, guys. So, you know, it's that time of year, man. You just got to dig deep down and get some killer books. I got a list that I'll be posting later. It's a lot of people all kicked in in the community. It's pretty awesome that we could all do this. Just like uh, me and the big to do. We gave a bunch of toys away one year. Uh, Ryan was involved. There's a bunch of Instagrammers. We gave uh, we donated a bunch of cats, donated books. I auctioned them off and 100 percent went. I I, I raised Wasn't it for an orphanage in Vietnam. It was an orphanage in Vietnam. And I raised I forgot how much money it was. But the tattoo, my this dude I know owns a tattoo shop, matched the amount. I think it was like two thousand. He threw in two thousand. We gave him four thousand dollars to an orphanage in Vietnam to help out the children because we're all about the children. Hey, man, we care. We care in the comic book community. So, Daniel. Daniel showed his hand. So it, all the auctions start off at 99 cents, which is a great deal, man. So if you know, uh, I'm going to post a list because Edwin showed me the list. I was like, this thing is huge. So everybody's going to get something they like. There's toys, there's comics, and some pretty big comics, too. So uh, so peep it out, man. So we got some stuff to talk about, man. Let's just bit. go right into it, man. A little quick news and work. We're not going to stay too long. Hey, shout out to Comic Tom 101 for those who came over from Comic Tom channel. Uh, once again, this is the Lord's Box. We're on here once a week, consistently every two weeks. So uh, you got that. <laughs> and uh, I'm on every uh, other month. Yeah, our boy uh, Otto from the Grotto couldn't make it. He had to do. Hey something. man, he had to take a paying job. Yeah, he had. Yeah, I know. Sorry, this doesn't pay. But if you, want, <laughs> if you want to pay with a super chat, that's all good. You know, what? a lot of times I say, hey, if you we try to answer as many questions as there can in the live chat, but it's just me and Ryan. The live chat goes through so quickly. If you definitely want your question answered. Put in a super chat. It doesn't got to be $10, $20. Do a $2 super chat. So this way it stays there and we will guarantee answer your question with the correct answer. Or and and breaking news, answer. breaking news, starting right from the chat, we got Comic Book Brother coming out and telling me that Blue Devil will be on the Swamp Thing TV show. So there you go, yes. kids. We even get people <laughs> yes. helping out in the chat. Erin Zeering is going to be, I didn't even bring that up because I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Hey, man, I want to see Detective Chimp. That's what I want to see. So, so I, I don't care. Give me all the goofy dark, uh, dark DC dark stuff. I love it. Yeah, but I this actually first casting news from DC is rather large. Actually, I thought. I think uh, it is as well. Um, yeah, and man. it looks like uh, we're gonna get a different Mister Zaz, right? Yes, sir. 
So Victor Zaz has been cast for the Birds of Prey film. So for those, I don't know. The, what I know from Victor, Victor Zaz is um, he's a crazy serial killer. And I first yes. came upon him in the Arkham, Batman Arkham games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he, his, what's his first appearance? His first appearance is Batman Shadow the it's Bat. Number Shadow one. the Bat, number one, yep. Yeah. So he's been cast on it. Um, Chris Messina is also in Shark Objects. He was also in the Mindy Project. So now he looks like we got the Birds of Prey. Is he going to shave his head? I don't know. I mean, look at the guy. He looks crazy, <laughs> right? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, so you got um, you got Black Mask and you got um, Zaz. Victor Zaz, which are two, you know, big Batman villains. Well, right? you so, know what? Let's speculate. Um, Zaz is a hired killer. Well, at least on Gotham he is. But he, he likes to kill for fun. Um, Black Mask is a gangster, Roman Sionis. Yeah, Black Mask hired him? Um, uh, let's, let's see. That's what I'm thinking, maybe. So that movie's coming around, right? I mean, it's kind of weird how Harlequin says this is a movie that's not going to be taken too serious, and then they uh, casted a serial killer. So <laughs> two very dastardly villains in this in this movie. Yeah. What's next, man? We got some, we got a bunch of DC news today. Hey, someone loved your reaction to the Godzilla movie. Why? Comic thank G, you very man. much. I thank am you. super super stoked. Uh, thank you, Comic G Man, for the two dollar super chat. We're not going to talk about it because you can see my live reaction to the uh, Godzilla trailer, but the Godzilla trailer looks incredible. Uh, we got to see Rodan, Mothra, mm-hmm. King Ghidra, and it looks absolutely awesome. I'm going to have to say IMAX has got to be involved. It, it, right? yeah, of course, 100%. When you're dealing with giant monsters, you got to do you got to do the giant. You got to do it, man. Right. So do you think this, 3D, though. speaking of stretching into IMAX sizes... Ah, looks like we nice have a <laughs> yeah. Nice looks like we have a, a screenwriter that's going to write and develop Plastic Man. Yes, I, yeah. I don't know uh, what to I, think of that. Okay, let's okay. just say so, DC Warner you know, Brothers DC is giving us a bunch of movies <laughs> that you never asked before. But they, the more the merrier, hey, right? So uh, if you want, sure, if I you mean, want fun, they're trying to get yeah. away from the dark. It looks like that's yeah, what it looks and, like to me. Know, and, and this and this makes sense, you know. I think with the tone, and we're going to get to that next. Uh, what the early reactions to Aquaman have been has <laughs> been that it's more like an MCU film, mm-hmm. and Plastic Man will probably fit that little area that Ant Man exists in, right? A yep, fun yep. action adventure movie that's kind of goofy, right? Goofy. I mean, yeah. we all know Plastic Man probably first from Super Friends, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe Plastic Man has his own. That, I knew him from that. What right. was that? What was that one damn Batman cartoon with the dude from uh, Office Space? He was the voice yeah. of Batman. No, but, but anyway, I learned about him from there. Own, uh, Saturday morning cartoon that sp- uh, spawned off of Justice League or uh, Super Friends. Okay. And it was it was really goofy for what it was, and you know, and the kids love it. So you know, that's so now I think that you know DC is making a conscious effort to make more. Fr- I mean, it started really not probably with Aquaman, but with Shazam. I think. So what do you think, Jim? Man, Jim Carrey as Plastic Man, or is he too old oh, at this point? Nah, he's too old now. They would have to do younger. But there's tons of comedic actors that this is this type of thing is mm-hmm. is built for, right? I mean, right. but like when anything they say, man, let's see how far into the process is they. They hired a screenwriter, but not a director yet. So we'll right. get really serious when D- when WB or DC has both a screenwriter and director. That because they got a ton of stuff in development right now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. I think at this point, uh, what we can say about the DCEU is it 
they're just making films and yeah, not man. worried about building a a, a combined universe because they saw what happened with Justice League. Justice League was a fine movie, but it was a bit rushed and right. all those and you, you pretty much how we said in the past, they're moving away from Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavill. That, that's but you got to think, think about it though. Like uh, Marvel, when they started these movies in Phase One, these characters weren't well known they i mean they were but they weren't popular characters they were characters that no one when guardians of the galaxy was announced you went who so dc looks like they're kind of go into their bag of goodies and they're going to pull out some stuff that we're going to say who but look exactly what happened you know what? with these iron, other sh- uh, movies iron you know? man was not a, a 50 cent character. a 50 cent bin character before the movie but so, the thing about the DC characters is all these guys' first appearance are all like golden age or really yeah. old silver age. So right. don't think about specking it. It's already expensive. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's like, uh, you know, you got to be careful what you're, you're specking on. Um, and speaking of speculation, what's Man. next? Aquaman, baby. I can't wait. I'm going on the 15th. You're going on the 15th. We're going to come back fresh because all the movies start at the same time. If you got the uh, early bird uh, Amazon Prime deal, uh, what is it? The 15th? Yeah, Saturday, I think the 15th my showing at is at 7 like p.m. 6 or 7 p.m., yeah. Okay, so, so maybe it's not across the board on each coast, but it's 7 p.m. on the East Coast and then 7 p.m. on the West Coast. It's gonna be awesome, you you guys. Yeah, we're. I'm, I can't wait to talk it, about it. If it's it's probably too late now because uh, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can see a showing of Aquaman this weekend and mm-hmm. get to see a week earlier before everybody else. You know what? If you uh, can't see it, join us Saturday night and we will tell you all about it. Yeah, no Saturday night or Sunday, depending on how I feel. I think I'll be <laughs> up, but uh, yeah, Saturday night or Sunday, we'll we'll post a non-spoiler trailer of it. And um, so far, it's right around 70, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's actually been released internationally. Uh, and the Chinese are blowing up, aren't they? Well, the yeah. I mean, it's already beaten uh, Justice League total in just four days wow. in China. Wow. So Aquaman But it looked is fun. Aqu- like it, it looked bright. It looked colorful. It looked fun. It wasn't dreary. It wasn't dark. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's dark tones. There's a huge war. People are going to die, but it looks like it's going to be a blast. Yeah, all the embargoes have been lifted, so the reviews mm-hmm. are coming out. They're, you know, they're basically, it's a it's a MCU phase one movie, meaning it's an origin film. Yeah. It's light. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's got good graphics. Uh, let me say, Aquaman has the biggest opening for any WB and DC film in history. Wow. So four days. Even Wonder Woman. Even Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, four days. Well, that didn't do well overseas, did it? it, It's already done $107 million in just China. Great, and that's only over in four days. That's that's amazing. To finally, me, man, that's finally. Yeah, I mean, because you know, in China they like um, they like fantasy films. They don't really and they like, like fish. Well, they don't yeah. like they don't like sci-fi. I mean, historically, they, Chinese right films, they don't like. I mean, it's always it's always like uh, Star Wars doesn't do well, but the Marvel films have done well. Yeah. Uh, Chinese uh, martial arts fantasy films always do well. They just don't dig sci-fi. It's just not something they dig. Japan is more in sci-fi than China is. China loves mm-hmm. fantasy films. Why do you think uh, that Warcraft film did so well? Yeah. It actually made so much money that they were thinking about doing a sequel of it because Warcraft, of course, they're big on gaming too. So Oh, you know, and I don't know if you're a gamer, but they're coming out with another Warcraft game. I never played it, but there's news 
No, they're uh, they're coming out. It's with like the original. It's like they're coming the back with the original real-time or strategy game, not the RPG game. Oh, which okay, is, okay. So it's not World of Warcraft. It's like Warcraft. What was it called? Warcraft Three or something, which was like yeah. one of the best our uh, uh, real-time strategy games. Or excuse me, yeah, real-time strategy games. Because after always, that, I love Civilization. That was always when I said Meyer Civilization. That was awesome. Starcraft Two came out, I think. Was that before or after? But this was World. Uh, this know. was Warcraft Three. Was incredible. Like if you click on the trees, they would talk like Yoda. I remember that and. Uh, they released it at BlizzCon, which is like a huge, huge Comic-Con just for Blizzard Entertainment. That's kind of wow. crazy when you think about it. It's, and they <laughs> talked about it. And, you know, believe it or not, people still, there's still StarCraft competitions to this day. Yeah. Uh, in in like well, South Korea. W- when I was in uh, L.A. at the Comic-Con a few years ago, um, the Coliseum had a friggin' gaming <laughs> tournament going on. And they sold out the Coliseum uh, with that shit. So Yeah, that was uh, League of Legends. Yeah, but still, it's video game. It's just how big video games are today. Yeah. It's amazing. And believe it or not, real time strategy is big and competitive in the competitive gaming world. Not like, um, not RPG. So like chess, like playing chess. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And like you see, in like I think it's what is it on ESPN or TNT? They have the E League, which is basically a professional. If I want to know this when I was like a goddamn teenager, hey, man. I'm telling my kids right now. I got a 12 and an 11 and a 10 year old. And yo, like, I would I would start practicing. Been a- I would have been professional Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Brothers because you know I'm already set up with YouTube. They can start gaming, make some money gaming shit. You can. This one guy, what Ninja? Does he make like what they say? He pulls down 350 a month. It's ridiculous. We started YouTube. I'm I'm 47 years old. I started this shit. We're too I should late. have started YouTube in <laughs> 1999. Old, Back in 99, there's hardly. Uh, let me see. YouTube was first starting. It was funny. There's this uh, chick who does uh, comic book reviews, and somebody Marvel Report retweeted her, and I was like. She has 11,000 subscribers and gets 100 views per video. So I was like, how come you have 11,000 subscribers and only have 100 views? She goes, I've been on YouTube for 10 years. I'm like, well, shit, you ain't doing something right. <laughs> if you no. 10 years and you only get like 100 views, why even bother doing the videos? That's but anyway, suspect. I, I wasn't going to argue. I was like, I don't want to argue with a 20-something for something. I was just like, you know. Some of us are doing it the hard way, but yeah. let me shout well, everybody in the live chat before we move on. I totally <laughs> forgot about you uh, losers out there. Oh, uh, Danny Arzola, AG Surfer, BPRD. I think BPRD was over in the Comic Time 101, man. Um, where you get to see a man wearing a cape. It's not a cape. It's a cloak. I keep telling you guys, this is the cloak levitation, but uh, yeah. Um, Joshua Sanders, Sergio Morales. Uh, Big Easy in the house. They just had their auction what last, up, last night. Big Lion, Atlas Wolf, Celeb Murphy, Kratos 99, Javier Salas, oh. uh, Darwin Gomez. All There's a bunch of guys. Comic Core is in there. Shout out to Comic Core's in their channel. Daniel Labarro, Strictly Comics is in there. Jed Lid, Roger Heller, Comic Gima J. Rodham. It just, just goes on and on and on and on. And shout out Speaking. to King of the Golden State who's holding it down in the live chat King. as the moderator. What up, King? So speaking of, and this is off topic, but speak, well, sort of on topic. Speaking of spy, uh, capes, have you guys seen the Brightburn trailer? Yeah. And if you, ha- if you haven't, go watch it. It's Superman if he was evil. But it's not like a com- it's not done by a comic book uh, studio. But it looks awesome. No, but it's done by a comic book director. That's well, James Gunn. I, he produced it, right? He produced yeah. it, right? Yeah. But it so- looks good. So it check it out. It looks like a Man of Steel trailer uh-huh. like Zack Snyder does, but then yep. takes a dark, twisted turn to where this kid who looks oh. like he could be like a young Clark Kent 
ends up just being like a serial killer. So Dude, it <laughs> looks coming. sweet. I'm going for sure. Yeah. So that looks pretty good. It's called Bright Burn. It's gonna it's coming out in March. I should well, you know, well the problem is I saw it like unknown. You know, I didn't know what it was. So I watched it and I was like, holy shit. So I did I couldn't really do a like a real reaction at that point. So I don't think it would be fair if I did one. Yeah, so it's interesting. It comes out in March, and Captain Marvel comes out in March. Uh, so you it's Ultra. Like- it's the Ultraman story. If you like uh, Earth three, <laughs> yeah, it's like a little kid that just has powers, and he decided yep. to not use them for good. <laughs> that uh, looks so. And that mask, that kid. little creepy like bundle cape slash mask thing. Oh, it's like the. It's you know what it looks like. Um, what was that dude in um. Uh, you guys ever seen the Fat Albert cartoons and the guy that yes. had the, uh, not Mushmouth, uh, but the other guy? Like, yeah, yeah, he looks like he was a superhero. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's crazy! Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it looks good. There's all kinds of stuff that I need to talk about. Um, you know, before we go into the next one, I'll drop this real quick because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when I I, I gave you guys what we th- I thought we were what we thought was going to happen to the Netflix shows that you're never ever going to see them on Disney Plus. And there was news that came out today that pretty much was on variety, in variety, by the way, in variety that they in the contracts with Netflix or Marvel, that uh, if Netflix cancels a show, the none of the Marvel Netflix shows can be shown anywhere for at least two years, let alone Disney Plus immediately. So if they cancel mm-hmm. it, there's a timer that starts. It's kind of like the old deals that they used to have. Uh, if if Marvel property wasn't developed after seven years, Marvel were gaining the rights to it. That's how they got back Ghost Rider and Blade right. and all this. Because if you remember, that's why I keep on making shitty Fantastic Four films. Because they had seven years. If they didn't make a movie, the Marvel were gaining the rights back to it. So I speculated that we weren't going to see these Marvel Netflix shows on Disney Plus simply because Disney Plus is a family, yeah. uh, family friendly, you know, kind of MCU type stuff. And the Netflix Marvel stuff is way too violent and dark. And I don't, you know, and it's not going to go on Hulu because Hulu doesn't have the subscriber base. So think about it. If they cancel it now and Marvel, Disney takes over control of FX in 2019, that gives them a whole year to develop it by 2020 to appear on FX or maybe Hulu if Hulu gets some reason Marvel. I think your FX idea is way more sound. Um, It's got Son of Anarchy. It's got the Mayans. Those shows are gritty shows and they come close to swearing. So and, and nowadays, I think you can. No, they, oh, they do they now? F-bombs all oh, do long. they now? Okay, no, it's been a while since shows, I've seen yeah. those. Yeah. So I mean, if they're if it's gonna go anywhere, these shows should go on it, especially this show that's coming up for season two on Netflix. Uh, so like, there's a show on there now that's really cool. It's about a it's about the L.A. in the '80s and how crack cocaine like came to prominence. I mean, they say the f bomb and the n word okay. throughout the yeah. entire. Well, show. when I was so, watching FX back in the day, they weren't swearing. They weren't swearing. Yeah. I guess it changed. I, I haven't watched regular TV in a very long time. Yeah. And then speaking of which, uh, was announced. Oh, my Ryan kind of. Pre- I did it. I, I did it prematurely a little bit. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, word came out today. Netflix announced their slate of upcoming shows and movies. And in it, they snuck in a little Punisher Season 2 is dropping in January 2019. And then there was a picture. I don't know if we got it, but I think it came out later of uh, John Bernthal with double guns blaring, man. So it's no, kind of it's kind of melancholy because we, we kind of figure that this will probably be the last time we see Punisher for a while too. Jessica Jones is coming out <laughs> later in 2019, but this is kind of the swan song for uh, Punisher, man. That's, yeah, and that was man, such a good show too. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, knowing that, I mean, do you think they're going to get more but viewership or are that's people going to revolt against Netflix? No, I don't think so. I don't, Netflix has so many good things that are going on right now with it. I, I can't imagine people really. I mean, look, some, some fanboys are going to get mad, but it'll all come back in due time. It just won't be on Netflix. There's and it's not going content. away from Netflix. What's on Netflix is going to stay on Netflix. Yeah, so. that's the thing. All the old shows will stay in perpetuity. Right. So I... That I'm 99% sure if these shows were remade again, they're going to recast them because Disney or Marvel mm -hmm. Studios doesn't want you anything to do with Netflix. They will go recast them. Even though Charlie Cox is great as Daredevil, I can't see them using the same character because then people are like, I want to see Charlie Cox in previous seasons. They're going to make right. them go back to Netflix, and Marvel doesn't want you to do that. They want you to see what's going forward. So it's a lot of things in the air, man. I don't see Luke Cage coming back because I don't think mm -hmm. that was just popular enough. Jessica Jones had it twice chance now you know three times and i just don't see that iron fist maybe um but you know so here's the thing one more thing about the marvel netflix shows they can't appear anywhere besides netflix so that means in the cinema as well for two years so the characters so I, the characters correct oh wow so they don't own them but they're saying you cannot make a, a daredevil movie let alone put daredevil uh. on another thing um now disney could probably buy out the contract but why would they do that which right. is gonna wait two years because well, they, they have plenty a, of shit they got a bunch of stuff that's being developed the mandalorian they got uh, uh scarlet witch and the vision they got all the stuff that's coming on disney plus it gives them time to, to figure out what they're going to do because remember the deal hasn't even gone through yet so in right. 2019 supposedly is when disney will own all the fox things that were part of the deal fx all the Fox uh, exclusive stuff, all the stuff the streaming. So it'd be interesting. 2019 is going to be a banner year for news because after yes. um, everything we'll that happens, here. we're going to get the Phase Four stuff. We're also what's part two. I'm segueing you, Ryan. Oh, I, I know. I'm sorry. We're also also announced. So I'm super stoked for this. This has been a it's, great it's, week for me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just being a little selfish about it, but uh, the doctor is in. The doctor is in. Derrickson is going to be back to direct the Doctor Strange sequel. It's been a long time uh, between the first one and the sequel, but you kind of have to realize that they had to wait for like Avengers to play out, right? So Doctor Strange and, is going to oh, be fully in the phase four, man. And so, full effect after that Avengers Infinity War display. Oh, that was uh, so uh, Doctor Strange 2 is just going to be so good. So what's cool is they kept the same director. It seems like Marvel is doing that now. Like, um, you know, they kept They should. On. It's a good idea. Yeah, because Derrickson First did of all, it's job. continuity. Second of all, it, yeah. the, 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 the themes and the feeling of that director follow through all those movies. When yeah, you have a so, bunch of directors doing different shit, it kind of yeah, gets it a little bit. Yeah, it just a long time yeah. for the, the trailer to come out. But now we know it's part of Phase 4. So we know. So this is what we know so far. After Avengers 4, we got Spider-Man Far From Home. Which mm -hmm. kicks off the phase four. And we got Captain, um, we got uh, part of phase four will be Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel part two. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, Captain Marvel comes out right before Infinity War, but I'm assuming the end of Captain Marvel will lead in directly into Endgame because it comes out literally two months before. So Marvel's been playing this tricky game of what they're trying to do. And don't believe for a minute that that little in the Captain Marvel trailer and in the Endgame trailer that they didn't CGI stuff out that you're supposed well, to see. Of course, so, of course. Well, we like know they, they did it with did Thor. It. They know we yeah. did it with Hulk. They did it with a ton of stuff. They did it with Spider-Man and, uh, Spider yep. and his legs. Um, so yep. we know 
Um, it, by the way, I heard that the full Avengers trailer will be dropping in February. I haven't got confirmation on that yet, but that's what I'm reading so far. And it makes sense because February would make it right around three months before the release date, which is in moved up to April. Man, we may even get it sooner than that, right? Wow. Guarantee you, you will get a dope ass Avengers Endgame trailer. I, but but I don't know if we all really realize what's happening. I mean, this is it. This is the culmination. Avengers 4, I don't know if you saw that trailer. It's three hours. But so man, far, they said the cut is, is at three hours. I'm pretty hours. excited. It's going to be major. It's going to set some stuff. I mean, it's going to answer a ton of questions. You got to think Marvel's going to do a presentation like they did uh, for the for laying out the phase four. Mm -hmm. So, Ryan, if you guys haven't checked it out, Ryan did his uh, Avengers 4 Endgame, or excuse me, Avengers Endgame trailer reaction, but you know, I obviously did. they didn't. So there wasn't much, all, but hey, there's some exciting stuff in there. We get to see Ronan, right? Um, I didn't ask you to show the picture, but um, the picture that the Russo brothers uh, tweeted of that of one of them sitting in a room and and it was in black and white. The word Endgame was in there the entire time. With the book? No. The words. Uh, there's a member. They said they posted a picture and they said, "Look very carefully." Oh, okay. And it was just okay. him sitting in a room, and there was a member of people were saying, Oh, it's Avengers Annihilation. There oh, was right, an right, right. Okay. Yes, if you look, yes. there's an E all the way to the far left, and there's an E all the way to the far right. End game. I can see an A. There's two A's, obviously. Oh. Uh, well, well, I'm one of those A's maybe an N, but if you look at I remember there's people on the in the internets that are actually tracing it and spelling it out. But it definitely, if you kind of blur your eyes, it kind of spells out Endgame. I would love to see the Russos kind of uh, talk about that. Um, but uh, what we, I mean, you saw the trailer before I did. What did you think of the trailer? What were your initial The trailer thoughts? overall. Okay, so I'm coming off of seeing the Captain Marvel trailer just two days before. It, it That came out on Monday, right? And then the other one came out on Wednesday, I think. It was either Wednesday or Tuesday. Anyway. Besides the point, um, so I was the excitement of Captain Marvel was in my blood, but this was it takes us back to where they left off. There's some it's it's dark, it's it's somber, it's people are possibly dying. I mean, Tony Stark is running out of air. Uh, Thor looks like Eminem about to have a rap battle with Mom Spaghetti on his shirt. It just that's funny that people they actually photoshopped the hoodie <laughs> and beanie on him because i'm like, wait a second i was like did they see a trailer i didn't see him because he wasn't wearing all that uh, that's a great photoshop job that they did. <laughs> um but overall man and then you know we get to see finally what everybody's been speculating about ronan uh hawkeye's character um what they're saying you know if you listen to the words it's you know this is our shot if this doesn't work i don't know what we're gonna do and then Enter Scott Lang, and it was just you know from there it was like yes, this is an Avengers movie. This is gonna they, be great. And they I'm excited. Absolutely nothing. But nothing away. was away. But it but it yeah. made you feel. I mean, I still felt like it took me back to the right after Thanos Thanos uh, snapped his fingers. Yeah. And here so, here I we mean, are. Right. All we saw really were a few characters, and that was it. Very ominous, somber tone. Uh, you know, I my thinking is Captain Marvel is probably going to rescue uh, Tony Stark from space on her way back mm -hmm. to Earth, mm -hmm. right? So then we got Ant-Man who who knows now if you're in the quantum zone, mm -hmm. it doesn't get affected by the snap because the snap, the Infinity Gauntlet, guess what, only works in one reality, right? right. So right. we know the quantum realm is a different reality. 
Um, so yeah, we didn't give away I, I much. I have a feeling. Now there was a p- little clip of Nebula. She was kind of sitting there in the background and then her hand pushed something. I am, uh, this is just a dark side Jedi speculation, but I really believe that Nebula is going to play a huge part in this movie. I really, really believe it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, uh, Gamora's coming back. She's, yeah. I think she's dead. That's not, well, part they of did the say there's time travel involved, right? So who knows what's going to happen? You know how comic books go. We all know it's time travel because there's were early photos leaked. Remember, it had the Avengers basically in their costumes from the first Avengers in the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and those pictures came out like a year ago when they were during filming. So we know we get to see like Thor back in his original costume, Captain America and Iron Man. So there's going to be some time travel involved. My guess, Ant-Man is the catalyst for that. And in the quantum realm that they're going to use the quantum realm to travel back in the time. Yeah. I mean, makes that, sense. No, that makes that's sense. the only way to make sense. So and then does Ant-Man shrink down right, real small? You can reboot everything. Does uh, Ant-Man shrink down and crawl into Thanos' ear? Stomp on his brain? No, but I think <laughs> Thor will go for the head the second time around. Yeah, right? I hope so. I hope so. Shame yeah, on you, they, Thor. Yeah, so Jay Rodham in the live chat says he's not sold on a Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, but you know what? We're not, a lot of times you know what? we're not I'm sold. excited about it because I know nothing about the character, so I'm going to be going into this movie fresh. So to me, it's something new. That's why I'm pretty stoked about it. And yeah. it looked pretty exciting. I mean, when she turned into uh, Super Saiyan. Yeah, when she goes I binary, was sold, that looks. Hell yeah, binary have, was we great. We haven't seen that on screen yet. Maybe Thor a little bit uh, in um, in uh, the last Avengers film. You mm-hmm. get to really see Thor power up. Mm-hmm. But remember, Captain Marvel has the ability to absorb energy. Whatever Thanos throws at her, she can absorb and throw back. So that's, that's awesome. kind of, that's like, that's like, that's like Black Panther on steroids. Uh, you yeah, know how Vayner, right. Vibranium, he, he was able to absorb everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what a lot of people are, uh, I saw a great example of this brought up. People, a lot of people complaining that, you know, the, um, that Carol Danvers doesn't show any emotion. And uh, somebody brought up a good example, or maybe I thought, I don't know. I think I just swore somebody else brought it up. But she is pretty much print the Winter Soldier in Civil War no emotion because she's been brainwashed mm-hmm. and you see it on the screen. She's being brainwashed. She doesn't know her human side. So did you hear, did you hear that? She, what she said on Twitter or in an interview or something, she said that captain Marvel could pick up Thor's hammer. Oh, we shall see. That's Brie Larson has some balls, man. Well, because vision I don't did. think so. Well, vision did he? Did. did yeah. He? Okay. Did you, quick question to everybody. Yeah. yeah I, saw, I saw it's been a while, yes. man. So, I mean, Captain America moved it a little, so who knows? Um, we moved it but, a little, just a little. But when, I mean, he has a different hammer now, so she mm. could be technically right, because I don't know if that inscription is on Stormbreaker. Uh, if true. you think about it, because... Uh, well, cause no, remember, it wouldn't have been, because... Odin well, did the spell on... on mm-hmm. Odin spoke in, in the comics and in the movie. You can see in Thor 1 or 2, Odin actually speaks into the hammer, and that's when the enchantment of whoever shall you know, be worthy right, will possess right. the power of Thor. Odin is actually the one that says that into it. Uh, if he be worthy, he be wield the power of Thor. So I think Stormbreaker, anybody could wield it, but Stormbreaker is apparently a very powerful weapon because that's the only thing they could forge that could beat Thanos. Remember and the whole elfin star and all that mm. good, crazy stuff? And that's one of them. You know, it makes me want to watch Infinity War again, man. Yeah, I've been like itching to see it again because, you know, on, if you uh, for those who uh, do Cody and we're not uh, advocating. This- I recommend Terrarium. My dad just installed Terrarium for me way better than Cody. There are some channels on there. 
Yeah, there's some apps on there that are just superhero stuff, and they just they just stream like comic book movies, shows, mm-hmm. movie all day long. So I was just like scrolling through. I was like, wow, all the DC animated stuff, everything. If you need a way to see Titans, I'm not saying. Oh, anybody from DC Comics watching Jeez. this, we're not advocating the stolen use of intellectual no, property by Warner no, Brothers sir. and or DC Comics or any of or they said is Groot none of it really dead. No, Groot's not really dead. Come on now. Anybody who snapped didn't die. Gamora is dead. She yeah. got killed. <laughs> she, she, she didn't get snapped into the soul gem. Every one of the heroes that got uh, well, faded Lo- away. So Loki's snapped. dead then too. Yeah, because you remember at the end, Thanos Damn. is in the soul gem and he sees Gamora as a young girl. Right. Remember, Gamora's dead. That's why we got to see another version of her. Gamora mm. didn't go into the soul gem. Gamora's dead. So, Do you think death bet- will even come up at all? The, the, the embodiment of death? The concept of it, the right. concept Maybe. of her, like him being in love with her, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. They try to be as grounded as possible, so it's yeah. kind of hard to. Maybe they can. I mean, you got Dormammu. I mean, that's pretty much the Lord of the Dark Dimension, right? Uh, you know. Uh, but speaking of the Doc Strange films, uh, I believe the earliest reports from a year ago that Nightmare was going to be the main villain of the Doctor Strange movie, and it was going to be smaller in scope, so it was going to be like Nightmare was the villain that was in like the first appearance of Doctor Strange, Strange Tales mm-hmm. 110. That is the first appearance of Nightmare, so if you're thinking about speculating on it, that book is already up there, and if anybody's got a Strange Tales 110 right in a 6.0 range, your boy's looking for one. So uh, I, I need to get one. I need to get just Journey of Mystery 83, Strange Tales 110 in a higher grade, and I retire. Boom. Selling <laughs> off all my stuff. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to sell my first appearance of Punisher to – I got a first appearance of Punisher, ASM 129, 8.5, signed by Stanley. I am going to sell that so to buy a Strange Tales 110 because that's my grail book that I want to keep forever, and I'm just going to do it. You know, and do it's it. time to be adult things and I'm doing get rid the same of the – yeah, man. So uh, that's why we're doing all these auctions, man. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we have an auction uh, at the beginning of next year. So shout out to everybody in the live chat. So. Stay Puff eighty three, Sergio Morales, Nerd Vision, GLS Comics has joined us. What's what up, up to everybody? Seeking your mid comics, Aloha, Brada. Uh, once again, Count Von Strange. Count Von Strange, you're gonna love that bright burn trailer, man. Because you know Count Von Strange, man. Is a huge, uh, huge it looks awesome. Fan. It looks awesome. Yeah. Brian Spaceboy227, what's up, brother? Good as gold. What's up, man? I remember he was in the live chat last or the auction last night. How'd you guys do in your auction? The the NY Warriors had their live auction last night. Comic book gallery, comic book brother, uh, comic book gallery. Everybody's got a comic book name. Uh, so Kratos and I, shout out to everybody. We've got 55 people watching. Uh, we're going to end the show a little bit early. You know what? Ryan has uh, got some back issues. So uh, Unfortunately, we're going to yeah. change the show to call Back Issues with Ryan. He's going to discuss literal back, <laughs> back issues. issues. And, and, <laughs> That's perfect. And back comic books. Tell him what All you right, got Copyright, today, Lords of Longbox. No one steal that idea. Uh, what's that? Talk about what you got planned for oh, the Lords yeah. channel Ooh. coming up in the That's uh, right. Year. So coming up in 2019, direct from the Dark Side Jedi Underground, we're going to do some... Uh, some of my favorite comic book story arcs. We're going to go through them page by page. We're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about the artwork. We're going to talk about the story. The first one that I'm going to do coming up is the first run that got me into collecting comics and got me into collecting Batman specifically. And that's the Grant Morrison Batman run. But we're also going to include um, the um, Final Crisis and then... We're going into um, 
the new all the way into the new, so we're going to start in the Batman volume 1 and we're going to go all the way into the end of new 52 Batman Incorporated but we're also going to talk about some other things um I'm going to try to make it as great as fun as possible it's going to be a lot of content coming up in 2019 for me on the Lords of Longbox channel um and I know we've got Otto he's not here with us tonight but he's been doing killing the mutant Mondays um so stay tuned for more awesome content from us we're really going to start building this channel because we owe it to you guys you've been here with us from the start and we really appreciate it right and, look, and, and look for some giveaways too look for some giveaways too shout out to up. comic Tom 101 who has joined the live chat yeah if you guys haven't peeked out man on mondays uh, auto does mutant monday and he just finished out his four-part series on the uh life and death so to say of gene gray starts a marvel all the way up to the death of phoenix it's truly great epic story arc that i would have done man so now that ryan and and uh auto are doing one i think i'm gonna do one i'm gonna do one on silver surfer which is one of my favorite characters nice. and i think i'm gonna do it on the uh starlin and ron Lim run uh that came out in the 80s uh that has a lot of the stuff that bleeds into uh, the Infinity Gauntlet miniseries and everything. I think I'll do that. It's one of my favorite story runs. That uh, and Ron Lim killed the art. Jim Starlin did it. To basically relaunched the that created the whole Infinity Gauntlet storyline and everything. I mean, it's truly epic and one of my favorite runs. And I have all the issues still. I think it was started in like uh, 34 to 55, right around there. Right, the first appearance of the Infinity Gauntlet is Silver Surfer 44. Mm -hmm. uh, and then obviously it goes on to 50, then 55, maybe 60. I, ha I had the entire run from like 1 to 100 or 125. I have like three of issue number 50s because there was three uh, print runs or three print runs or one first, second, and third print. It's like the foiled embossed cover and oh, everything. Oh, right, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so there, oh, there you go. AG Server saying do Silver Server Sundays. I may just do go. that. if we oh, have, I'll definitely do it after football season. I will definitely do uh, Silver Surfer Sundays, and I'll go over to Silver Surfer Runs. Um, and also, because I, I, I don't want to do the origins. It's kind of boring about, you know, how he, how Shalabelle and Zen La. There's a funny joke, like, what did Silver Surfer say to uh, when his planet exploded? Ta-ta, Zen La. I'm here all week. Zen La being the... And, you know, it may be good I do this because I think Silver Surfer is coming to the big screen in the not-too-distant future. I mean, you got to figure Marvel is chomping at the bit to throw oh. uh, the Silver Surfer, Galactus, Doctor Doom, all these great all villains and heroes that Fox has sat on for so long because they were focused on X-Men and didn't do a proper Fantastic Four story. Um, and if you've been reading the Fantastic Four comic books, uh, Marvel just teased something that they may be retconning the Fantastic Four origin, which is crazy to think, right? Um, there's all this is coming up there. Marvel is basically teasing something, they're destroying the Marvel Universe. I hope Ooh. it's not another reboot. I think they're just gonna retcon some of the origins because you know, some of these origins over decades and decades and decades they seem kind of cheesy. And now that they introduce characters, I, I just hope it doesn't get too convoluted with the um with the, some of the uh, well, the origins. You know, you've got one team going away, the Avengers, you're going to have another team coming in, the Fantastic Four. So it's, the sky's the limit. The cosmos is the limit. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see more, uh, or excuse me, less earthbound stories, more mm -hmm. 
multiverses and everything. I mean, if yeah. and for those but that makes it watch, fun too. I know Ryan has a watch it because he's way back there, but I really enjoyed the S- Elseworlds uh, crossover that's been on the Arrowverse. It's been pretty entertaining. You man. know, I could uh, just go watch that right now because you you don't there's no reason watch. I need to watch the rest of the seasons. No, you don't have to watch <laughs> anything. And the funny, the fun thing is they came out the last three episodes were all in a row, so it didn't matter. It, they didn't like schedule it on the normal times that the shows okay. come on. And it's just on Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. And it was three episodes long. And uh, the only thing I can say is probably less felicity. The less felicity, the whole damn Arrowverse is better. She mm-hmm. gets on my nerves. They uh, killed her, I thought, once, but then uh, she came back. She's back. She's now she's no, I know she more, is. I, I'm... She's more annoying than ever. All, all, it's like uh, every woman in Arrow's life is annoying as fuck. He should just kill them all. It reminds me, uh, during Smallville, how much I hated Lana. Ugh. I just, that sappy lovelorn everything i'm a victim that oh, that victim mentality that well you gotta actually shows. you'll dig elseworlds because there's a there's a nice little elseworlds or a kind of smallville shout out to it because you got a nice. lois lane who pops up and there's nice. an actual kind of uh they alluded to that dig diggle is his name diggle uh-huh, yeah, yeah. maybe uh green Lantern. I, know, I heard i heard about that yeah. that's pretty so cool i think superman asked him hey where's your ring Right. He's like, what? I got a ring, you know, because it's kind of oh. like, you know, they they blend things and mm-hmm. bad girl or uh, bat woman looks badass. Yeah, That's oh, all yeah, I got to say. Does. Yeah, that's I think enough fans are going to feedback. There needs to be a bat show. Yeah. Show. Series. Go- oh, Gotham yeah. is ending. Just make it happen. So we really get to hear about Bruce Wayne. I mean, it, it's funny because it's Stephen Amell basically is a wannabe Batman. And in mm-hmm. the series, in the Elseworlds thing, he it kind of alludes to that, how he's like, wait a second, I'm the dark billionaire what you know what i mean and uh and so they don't really say what happened to batman they just say he'd left but batwoman has essentially taken over the role uh in gotham uh if you guys haven't peeped it out go peep it out roger heller well thanks for the great words that's like the that's like the 52 run um dc did where all the here all the main heroes were gone they left or something happened to them and that's where the first appearance of batwoman she comes in and it's all these ancillary characters that now have to step up and protect the city. It's a really good read. You know what's kind of funny is that uh, Batwoman kind of hits on Supergirl. <laughs> and Supergirl gets embarrassed, <laughs> like, oh, oh, because Batgirl Batwoman kind of like steps up to her and she's yeah. like, Oh, I don't I don't I don't go that way. And then she got like Ren- she kinda got nervous because oh, Renee Montoya might get jealous. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, but it's it's interesting how they do it because the Flash and Arrow actually switch. Uh, it's almost like a Freaky Friday thing, but you got uh-huh. pretty much all the characters, and then you got to see Superman, and uh, so it was pretty good. And then cool. they teased already next year's crossover event is going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, so at the very end, Allen. I'm hoping to give it to you, but it's all been all over the internet today. They haven't really teased anything. They just at the very end they said. Coming in 2019, Crisis on Infinite Earths. So uh, they are already teasing the next. And then it's funny. It's not much. This isn't a, a Well, spoiler, holy shit but, then. But Supergirl dies and Flash dies in the in that, don't they? Yeah, but, you know, in the TV show, they don't take it literally. Because it's funny. <laughs> in the show on the third, the last episode, which is not a spoiler, by the way. But I believe Supergirl goes, it's funny how we do these things once a year, huh? <laughs> she's, uh, she's literally talking about you know the crossover event of which i thought uh it was pretty funny man but hey thanks everybody for joining us in the live chat we had a great time uh remember check out the great legends youtube channel this saturday and sunday for the youtube live auction that's got a bunch of stuff 100 percent of the proceeds are going to go 
to the Hero Initiative to help comic book creators, writers, artists, whoever who are you know are in are in need of funds. I will be throwing up this Doctor Strange number one. This is a blank sketch variant done by the one and only George Perez. This is a CDC 9.8 signed and sketched by George Perez on October 18th, 2015, man. This bad boy is going up starting at 99 cents. So that's my, what I'm giving in. Um, I will post on uh, the Facebook or Lord's page, as well as the um, Lord's YouTube community page. I will post pictures of everything that's available. Um, Edwin from Strictly Comics uh, just sent me a bunch of pictures and it's some great stuff. Um, and also check out Edwin's channel. He's going to be doing it also. I can tell you right now, just to give you guys, there's going to be a Marvel Spotlight number 32, 8.5, which is the first minute of Spider-Woman. There's going to be a Shazam number one, 9.6. There's going to be an Aquaman 51, which is a 1970 book. Uh, there's going to be an Amazing Spider-Man sketch. There's going to be G.I. Joe, first appearance of uh, Lady... Um, uh, What's her name? Snake Eyes. It's gonna be Journey into Mystery 112. There's a Stanley Fun. Eyes. There's a Stanley Funko Pop signed by Stan Lee. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, God Country number one. Awesome. I'm just reading off X Men number four 9.6. X Men number one Gold 9.8. Oh wow. There's a Daredevil 131. Uh, 9.2. First appearance of Bullseye. Uh, wow. Got some great books. It looks like that's the one I solid, just sold. That's man. a solid auction. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a first appearance of Carnage, first appearance of Harley Quinn, Raw. Holy cow, a, a Jim Lee spy, uh, X-Men number one signed by Jim Lee. It just goes on and on and on. It's going to be great. So make sure you peep out the Great Legend well, show. And uh, here's here's the... Uh, oops. Here's the um, Hero Initiative thing for it. or less because there could be multiple things on the auction member it's going to be on december 15th at 8 p.m eastern december 16th which is sunday at 5 p.m eastern the youtube channel will be the great legend just go on to youtubes and search the great legend it's going to be on there there's going to be a lot of uh, folks on there check out strictly comics he's going to be doing a preview auction on there i think the great legend had a video already that did a preview auction remember all 100 of the proceeds Go to the Hero Initiative. If you want to find out more about the Hero Initiative, go to heroinitiative.org. Edwin put the website into the live chat so people can check it out, find out what they're about. They've been around for a while. They help out. You know, There's tons of cats that left but left to the wayside in the comic book industry, and that's just the way things are. They didn't, you know, these are contractors who didn't get the royalties and everything. The industry is much better now, but there's still a lot of cats out there who, uh, who've been entertaining you for years and you may not even know who they are. And sometimes everybody can use a little help. So thank once again, thank you everybody for joining us. Any last words, Ryan? No, sir. Thanks for joining us. And we look forward to the next one. Yes. Thank you everybody for joining us. Thanks for comic Tom one-on-one for shout out, check out comics with Bueller. Also, he was in the live chat and check us out. This will be up on Stitcher, iTunes and SoundCloud in about an hour or so. But, uh, until next time, boys and girls keep digging in the long boxes. Peace, Peace. out.